0: Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work.
1: Hello, welcome to show number 348 from Engage for Success, uh, entitled now more than ever, Human Skills Matter. And today's show, we're going to be joined by Pam McLean. Pam is CEO and co-founder of the Hudson Institute of Coaching uh, and she will be joining us to discuss um, her approach to coaching. She's a published author uh, has written a book called Self as Coach, Self as Leader, uh, which looks at the internal landscape, essentially what it is in, inside of ourselves that really um, helps to develop great leaders and, uh, and, and coaches. Uh, and we're going to be discussing uh, what are, in fact, the sort of six dimensions that contribute to that uh, great coaching approach that Pam uh, has defined um, as we go through the show. Um, we have having one or two technical issues today. Um, so at the moment, uh, we're just waiting for uh, Pam to join us. Um, we seem to be having a bit of problem uh, getting, uh, getting her on board. So um, if you just bear with us. Um, in fact, I can see her now. Here we go. I hope. I hope that that will be Pam. Is that you, Pam? It is. Ah, fabulous. We Can have you? made it. Good. Jolly good. So uh, I was just introducing the show and introducing you and explaining. We'd, we were having one or two little technical issues uh, getting you on board, but uh, we would normally do the sound checks and everything before we go live, but our listeners will just have to forgive me for a moment. Can you hear me okay, Pam?
0: Perfectly. How about you?
1: Yes, good. Yes, I can I can hear you as well. So that is all fine. Uh, so I was just introducing you as a CEO and co-founder of the Hudson Institute of Coaching and explained uh, that you have uh, authored a book called Self as Coach and Self as Leader, and that we're going to be talking about the six dimensions that you've identified within that, uh, that that contribute to uh, people's ability to be great leaders and great coaches, um, which I think is going to make for a a really interesting conversation. But before we do that, um, let's just take a a, a quick pause as to where we are at the moment. Um, I'm talking to you from the UK, you're you're calling in from California. Um, But I guess, you know, our two countries aren't too far away in terms of our our process in in the COVID 19 uh, crisis so we're about, about three months into lockdown in, in both our countries I think and then of course we have um, in terms of the sort of broader context we add to that current protests going on um, especially especially in the US but, but some in the UK as well regarding civil rights um, so that's the context of of how we're operating. Um, From your perspective, Pam, what have have been the implications of COVID-19 for leaders? Well, I I
0: think that uh, they have been significant. Uh, They have uh, required that there was in such a a short period of time, a shift in in uh, working from home and mm-hmm. how we do business. And I mean, we live in a world where everybody gets on planes every day and, and, uh, and all of that has come to a halt. So I think it's required a lot of a very rapid uh, uh, pivoting and mm-hmm. some innovating. And I think we're still finding our way uh for most certainly and and then the uh black lives matter this uh movement that has really uh, uh, been uh, a part of every hour and every day here in the u s for a a couple of weeks now and of course for a few centuries mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I think in the midst of covid there is a sense of some light that maybe this is a different time. You know, maybe uh, maybe there is a crack that we can uh, 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 an opportunity for mm-hmm. us to uh, understand this things differently. For us to take action. You know, it's action uh, at at so many levels, but it's also there there is a term i'm sure this is in the mix for you of of uh racial humility you know that 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 those of us who uh have not borne the um uh the cost uh directly of of so much of this uh that that it's time for us to listen mhm and mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. to yeah okay
1: And 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 so um, how how you know that's a term I have to say it's a term I haven't heard I think it's a I think it's a very powerful word actually uh, Pam so I shall um, I've made a note of that so how how do you I mean there's these two things going on simultaneously I mean let's let's talk about COVID for a minute first but I was um, noticed the other day Twitter put out their press release that they would be reopening their offices they but it was entirely up to their people to choose when and if they ever return to work in those offices uh, and almost you know sort of be basically giving a, a, a an open-ended um, announcement that you could work for home, from home forever um, I was talking to two other colleagues in totally different sectors in the UK um, over the weekend one of him works for a global manufacturer um, and they were saying that, that he was saying that they're not they're not reopening one of their two global HQ buildings. They're basically mothballing it. Um, again, people can, can can work from home for as long as they choose to do so. And the other the other person I was talking to works in a um, a different set. Basically, they're, 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 the senior team there had decided that they would they were never going to reopen their one of their core business sites because they could not. It was not fit for purpose in terms of making it safe. For people to actually work at, and I think, my goodness, that was just two conversations with two people. Um, there is some radical change, um, or some radical change has come, and it isn't going to go away, is it? It's not just going to unravel no. and back to back to normal. Um, so you know that that is that is a a massive challenge, but equally a massive opportunity. The leadership, leadership well, to... it isn't
0: it? Yes, it is. It is because it also converges with our environmental challenges. So, yes, yes it, it's, a, it, it's, it's a rare time in, in history. And, and uh, I think that, uh, you know, on, on perhaps all three fronts, the, the strong connection to this work around human skills. Is is that uh, it is time for us to uh, to really step back and and be present to others and and to understand uh, other perspectives. Even yes. you know in the in the COVID dimension, uh, I spent a lot of time in conversations uh, uh, with people inside all kinds of uh, organizations, uh, global and and uh, uh, state stateside. And mm-hmm. you know that there is this experience of um the uh, the challenges and the opportunities and there are so many people that are working from home and have children who have need to be learning from home or mm. who who are too young to uh to, to learn. And and uh it is stressful. Yes. Yeah. And and then on the other hand I, I I had a conversation with a gentleman who said, you know, every morning for several years now, I get in the car and I leave home to commute to work before my kids are out of bed. I uh-huh. get home just as they're having dinner and I put them to bed. I'm never going to do that again. It's, but I, I think that, you know, in so many ways, everything we're going through is asking us to pay attention to what matters, how, mm. how we want to live, how we want to be. In in the world, and that seems like a very good thing, doesn't it?
1: It does. It does seem like a very good thing, and and it and it is very much at the heart of your coaching practice, of course, isn't it? And you you um, in your bio, you talk about the fact that you were you were there in the very sort of early stages of coaching. You were there in the beginning. So tell us, how, how did you get involved? What took you down this route in the first place?
0: Uh, It really started, uh, so my background is as a clinical psychologist. Uh, My late husband uh, was an academic. Uh, He had a passion for mentoring uh, and and for adult development, and that's the uh, adult development area is really where we intersected. And, and, uh, you know, I I think that uh, for us, It was an expansion of what's possible in mentoring, and and it in the very earliest days there was there was so little sense of what what is coaching, right? You know, it was is it a conversation? Can anyone have it about anything? And when I look at where we've come over twenty five, maybe thirty years, but probably more like twenty five. We we understand so much more about what is required to uh, engage in a, a coaching conversation, and, and what kinds of methodologies are useful. And 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 the part that I have focused on in this latest book is is the our ability to use ourself, which is possible, essential as a leader or as a coach, and our use of self requires that we are cultivating our internal landscape, our, our human skills. And, and I sometimes say that it's a journey that doesn't have a destination, that if we are going to be committed to, as leaders and as coaches, then our own development is an essential
1: part of who we are and
0: how we operate.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when you when you talk i mean we're getting into the meat of these things of this now of course pam but when when you talk about and the title of your book is self as coach self as leader when you talk about leaders um are you are you are you restricting your thoughts and relevance to those members of senior leadership teams in organizations or is it is it a more broadly broadly applicable than that
0: i i think it's leaders at all levels
1: uh mm-hmm. at
0: all levels uh
1: uh because
0: you know the one of the things we see if we if we went down this road for a minute is is that in the in the transition from being an individual contributor to a manager it's 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 really the time it's probably one of the most challenging uh transitions in someone's career mm-hmm. uh and and it's when we see that Human skills are so essential for our effectiveness and and the the human skills that I write about in in the the model that i 've created it 's really just based on twenty five years of of doing doing this work and and hearing uh, what what uh, is essential for us mm-hmm. in building relationships with our team members or in coaching and it 's things like being present. You know, there's a colleague of mine, uh, Dorothy Seminovich, who says our presence is an intervention. And I I find that to be a a powerful uh, notion that the very way we show up is probably both an intervention and an invitation. And, And you can see how essential that is for leaders at all levels and certainly for coaches. But part of what is Particularly uh, useful to connect to today is that one of the things that gets in the way of our presence is all of our preconceived notions, our biases, our our stories, uh, and 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 so to be fully present requires constantly uh, attending to those, constantly doing our own work, uh, so that so that we can. Uh, learn from from others Uh, uh, and and uh, that that comes with time and practice and and another dimension that I think is particularly relevant today as well is empathy Mm -hmm. and and you know if, if we just boiled it down to saying you know how do you show that you care Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Without uh, without getting in somebody else's story and wanting to rescue them. How do we show that we care and Mm -hmm. and uh, how do we develop our empathy? And Mm -hmm. one of the things that I write about in the book is this notion that it turns out that when we disrupt ourselves, that That it is very good for our system because we build more empathy uh, and and certainly right now we are in a whole lot of disruption yeah
1: absolutely. And, and
0: so if it, if we can be present to all of that disruption, uh, it can expand and extend the uh, our empathy for ourselves and for others mm.
1: Mm. interesting i mean it's certainly the case isn 't it that the most um Successful organisations, or those that appear to have been the most successful through the last over the last sort of two or three months, have been those where their leaders and 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 uh, people managers have have really just dialed up the empathy to a to a to a to really serious levels you know have recognized that actually it's about human human beings and humanity and that emotional intelligence has been has really come to the fore and the successful leaders are the ones that have, have, have understood that and have been able to to demonstrate that to their people that and demonstrate to their people that they care. Um, and that they yeah. do want to know how they're getting on, and how they're feeling, and how they're doing, and how they're really doing, you know, and and all of those sorts mm-hmm. of things. So um, yeah, yeah it's interesting yeah, So I when mean, you say uh, sorry, go on.
0: When you say how they're really doing, uh, I, I think that's a, that's a, a, an important point that you're making because another dimension in my model is our range of feelings, and and I I write about how. As coaches and as leaders, we have to develop a, a pretty broad repertoire of feelings. And so mm-hmm. if I say to you right now, I am so stressed or, you know, I, I am just feeling uh, so dark right now, that that it, as a, a leader or certainly as a coach, for us to be able to hold that and ask, so how is that? So tell me more mm. about that as, as yeah. opposed to oh you're going to be fine,
1: yeah, and just try and shut it We're down get through this, yeah right, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 no i can I can imagine actually that you could very 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 um really seriously be saying, I'm feeling so stressed right now because of the challenges you had logging onto our radio show platform, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but we got there in yeah. the end didn't we so but no yes, again it's about it's it, it, so we're going to talk because there's six there's six dimensions in all and, and obviously we want to sort of try and cover all of those off um in the next sort of 12, 10 12 minutes or so but yeah are these yeah. things that are inherent in us are they or are they things that we need to we need to learn we need help to actually connect with these things these
0: dimensions i I think i I think that we all uh we all have work to do and Mm -hmm. isn't that a great thing right that that uh we're, we're all in development and and uh that that allows us to be at our best and and in in many ways the model when we talk about uh the internal landscape what do we mean i mean where do you go with that right you know how do i develop my use of self as a leader as a coach where do i go and so that's really how the that was the genesis of this model and and these six areas you know they're broad they, they overlap they interact the 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 sir the, the, the the third area, um, actually the fourth as I'm going along, The so fourth here, we've done we We've really done one. empathy, yeah, and yeah. range of an feelings. Yeah. empathy, and feelings. That's right. Mm-hmm. The fourth is very interesting right now because it's boundaries and systems. And so sure. we are learning so much about our systems right now, our human systems, our work systems, all levels, our attention is being drawn to the reality that we are all interconnected. Yeah. And we can often miss this. We don't always notice it, but now we can't deny it.
1: We, we can't are deny it, can we? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that interconnectivity um, um, so, of, of not just sort of all, um, countries and landmasses and yeah. the globe, but and but our business yeah. and our personal life and our families and our work and our communities we live in and our all of the tribes, all of the groups right. that we associate and connect ourselves with. Um, we like to think, don't we, or we we perhaps have have until now thought that these things all potentially Reasonably siloed, but that's been blown absolutely out of the water, hasn't it? Absolutely. Yes.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yes. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, and it, and, it it, 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 and
1: the the environment, and, and 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 you know, sustainability, and yes. you know, the, that, the impact of that on business, and the impact of business on that. It's uh, it is really fascinating. We, as you said at the beginning, we we, we do live in, we are living in. Um, Special times, I think, um, very uh, potentially really very important ones that people will look back on as uh, as a kind of key moment in history. Really, yeah, yeah.
0: I hope that's so, true. So, I hope that's true, and and, and I but, think that that go go
1: ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna I was gonna lead you on to to to, to is there, is oh. move on to number five. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. So so embodiment is is uh, this notion that our body senses things well before our brain makes meaning out of them, before we interpret them into feelings or or responses, and and that our body body can be uh, a great resource for us. We don't have to operate from the head, you know, sort of the neck up. But, mm-hmm. but rather to have a an awareness of what a resource we have uh, throughout our body to uh, create resilience, to mm-hmm. help us get ourselves centered, to notice triggers uh, it, in ways that might be useful before uh, before it moves to uh, to the brain, uh, and and I think now, right now that this ability to find our resilience, to continually uh, uh, really work to be resilient is probably more important than it's ever been. Yes. Uh, uh, so, so the body matters and, and, uh we have uh, the heart uh, is a an invaluable resource for us and um, and our uh, ability to center ourselves. You know, there's so much that's written about uh, mindfulness practices, centering practices. Uh, I, I hear people talking about that more today in this world that we're living in, in this extraordinary time than mm-hmm. ever before, because we really see the benefit of it. And, yeah. and then of course there is, there is the uh, embodiment that is at the somatic level. That is w- what I, each of us uh, in the very way we show up, how are we experienced by others? What do others see first in us that we might not be aware of? Uh, And of course, in the work of a coach, that's particularly Mm. important. I think as well in in, uh, the accessibility of a leader. So, so embodiment has a lot of practices that we can engage in that allow us to really be at our best. And then that, that last uh, area, courage, is really the culmination of many of these. So when I am present to mm-hmm. what is happening with, with you and me in this conversation, uh, when I'm present to the, the, uh, the assumptions that I might make and that chatter in my head, and, mm-hmm. and when I can engage with heart uh, uh, and have good boundaries, then I can be more courageous. Uh, and, and in the work of a leader and certainly in the work of a coach, courage matters. Our ability to say with heart that which others don't, don't share. Uh, mm. Think of all of the uh, development that helps each of us grow in our roles as leaders and, and the conversations if, it, if, if people think about who has helped me grow the most often yes. it is someone who's been willing to step back and say Pam could I give you just a little bit of feedback or to, could I offer an observation that might be useful to you that, mm-hmm. that those are the moments when we do it with heart that, that uh, likely are those key uh, uh, times when we've actually grown from these things? Yes, yes.
1: No, that's very that's very true. I I listened to a speaker a couple of years ago, um, a woman called Kim Scott. I don't know whether you know of her. She she wrote a book called Radical Candor, and it, it's yes. a little bit like you say it with heart. You know, it's actually about being honest with people. Um, it perhaps doesn't sound quite as as as, as um, it sounds a bit harsher, perhaps than say it with heart. But I think it's a very similar principle. Um, and uh, she was quite an interesting lady because she she's been involved with some of the really big tech companies in terms of leading their customer service uh, groups and teams yeah. and offers and so on in Microsoft and well, people like know, that. One of
0: one of the things that's so interesting is that when you when you ask people. Uh, I mean, leaders at all levels. How is it for you to give feedback? Oh, I don't like to do that. That that, uh, and in fact, that's how we help people grow.
1: Yes, uh, is to share
0: observations and and give mm-hmm. input. And and I, it is. I think forever a challenge for all of us human beings to uh, find the the balance between between heart and courage, so that someone could hear something, and and so that we could see it as. Uh, uh, part of our
1: work as leaders. Now, mm-hmm. oh, interesting, interesting. Well, we've got we've got about four minutes left um, of our of our show, Pam. Um, so those are the six dimensions, and and clearly they all, as you say, they all interrelate, but they all contribute. They're all all equally important, or are there are there some in there that you consider to be you know the the sort of top dogs in the in the list.
0: I think that that uh some are more important at some times than others. Oh, ah, okay. So uh, you dial,
1: certain, up, you dial certain, up different ones according to the circumstances yeah, in which you yeah, are. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Certainly yeah. uh presence is essential and empathy is essential. Uh mm-hmm. and and uh we we are impacted, we human beings, by the stories that we grow up in, you know, the, the families that we grow up in, they they have such an impact on how we show up in our lives as adults, and and and, and so we often talk. I, I write in the book about this notion of vertical development—that that, that uh, our ability to continue to uh, to cultivate the way we make meaning out of things, to to get a sense of. Our ever-evolving story, so that we're not we're not driven by an old story, but but that we are able to make choice. Uh, and and so, I think at baseline, even before we talk about these dimensions of our internal landscape, there is this uh, uh, foundational landscape that is the stories that that. Uh, we developed from our growing up years, um, right. and how we really draw those into our, our awareness so that we can shape them, reshape them, rescript ourselves, whatever the words are that we want yeah. to use instead of yeah. being driven by that.
1: Yes, so we're, it is a constantly evolving story.
0: Yes, if we're awake. If, if
1: aware, we have, yeah. if we're aware of it, if we, and so is it, and, and so, do you do you have to sort of do a bit of a sort of benchmark? Here we are at the beginning of these dimensions with, with people. I mean, is that is that how you work, or is that too uh, is that too um, simplistic?
0: Well, I, I think that each of us uh, can gain can gain insight and input from others. Uh, about where we are certainly in the in the work of coaching, working with coaches, developing great coaches. We do lots of work in this area, getting feedback from mm-hmm. others, your own asses- assessment, uh, self- observation of you. That there are lots of ways for us to start to uh, peg where our where our work might be at any given time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And and if there was one thing, we've got a minute left, just under a minute left, one thing that you'd like our listeners to take away from listening to you talking this afternoon, what what would that be, Pam?
0: I think that in the times that we're living in right now, these extraordinary times, perhaps the most important thing is that that we practice listening more and knowing less. Excellent. Listen Practicing
1: more, and, more, and, more less. and knowing less. I love it. What a lovely way to end the show on. Thank you very much. Pam McLean, CEO and co-founder of Huston Institute of Coaching. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And um, good advice to take away, I think, for all of us. So thank you. and Goodbye. Bye-bye, Jo.
0: Engage for Success Radio. Raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work.